0: Thank you for choosing Tox News, your only source for a toxic waste of time. I now bring you Brockhampton and JPEG Mafia off of technical difficulties, which you can find on YouTube. This is Chain on Me.
1: Tell them boys where you came from, nigga. Tell them boys why stay
2: up late. Trying to say, trying to say, say some nigga, trying to say something fifth string young Peggy Ringo slick with the ink these melodies need Duolingo same size as a leap. where the fuck my pen go second fiddle to widows you feel like Eddie Winslow street fighter like birdie keep a stick like Relento did you win if your purpose is just
1: perfect potential did you live up to it as is? is you doing the minimum used to get 50 views
2: now they need Peggy's momentum let's check the addendum switch the code I'm speaking prophecies like that's so a raven bald headed with little status I feel like Maven better be dressed like Raven up in the studio slaving Wanna how Peggy be weight. wait Wanna how Peggy be cake, I be easy
1: baking My oven stay prepped and ready For the heat to take it Niggas done took this road oh, and
0: feel they ain't had proper yeah. placement Some of you niggas don't look well This Peggy make you hate it This is really one of, one of my favorite releases of this year Which was like unofficially This album was unofficially released on YouTube Piece by piece So the reason why I did it I wanted this to open up the pod because it's going to go on YouTube, and hopefully it won't get flagged. <laughs> um, but all of my videos are not, uh, what is it, monetizable? cannot be monetized because of me using um, tracks from Polygon Awana Land, which again, uh, pretty sure the artists themselves said it's free of use, but here's the issue. Is that because it's on streaming services, it's just flagged down like that. Uh, this, what you're hearing now, I'm gonna turn it up a little bit. I got to sadness with some Kevin my Gates, member crushed. of Brockhampton. They re- they released it unofficially. Um, look up technical difficulties on YouTube, and you can even found it download. You'll see here because I got another song. Look at this. Check this shit out. Uh, mm. Check this out. straight
1: to my send my name out in flames, and then the window. I showed boy
2: and I checked out the same. Oh, my God. I boy and I the same.
0: That shit slapped so hard. I don't know what I'm going to close this out with. But that one, for sure, slaps way too hard. I'm not sure what I'm going to close out with. Maybe this one. It's a surprise for you. All right. Um, But yeah, uh, Brockhampton Technical Difficulties. I'm super into music. I don't know if people can tell from listening to the podcast. And I wish I could do a lot more with putting music out there. But um, it's illegal or... At least you get just copyrighted to where your content can't go up. Oh boy. Welcome back, my heathens, to another episode of Talks News, where we're going to talk news. Um, It's a pretty uh, lazy day for me. Lackadaisical, I think is the word for it. Um, Let's see here. Should I Google that before I use that word? Lackadaisical. If you haven't heard that word, please um, do. It's it's just... Ooh, oh, geez. Spoiler alert. Um, I have the quartering here. Um, lackadaisical? Lackadaisical? Uh, 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 words. Lackadaisical. I'm such an idiot. <clears throat> but that's just the kind of lackadaisical energy i bring to this fucking podcast um a little explanation too because i don't know if i've done it for this podcast but i work uh like 48 hours a week nearly all the time so i don't have a lot of time for shit but i try and here comes the point where i try um i'm gonna be going over the quartering today you know i'm gonna have to break it up into segments I'm going to have to do some segments today, because I got the quartering uh, to talk about Black Ops here, and then I just see here, you know, fuck it, I'm going to skip a COD and make my day a little bit shorter. I don't need to hear two people with probably the same perspectives. Um, We got the quartering, and I thought, okay, let's just open up with the quartering, keep it light, keep it easy. I watched one of his videos like a year ago talking about um Cyberpunk and how he was... Uh, mad about, you know, having fluid genders in Cyberpunk. And then just like, he just he just displayed so much transphobia. And I think that's what ended up bringing him on my radar. Uh, right here, what we have is outrage over Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, communists, big mad. And um, I, I have another segment. It's a much more important, much more dire issue but uh I just thought fuck it why not you know let's see if we can like uh have some fun you know drink some coffee smoke a little bowl because we keep things here a little bit sleazier on talks news but um and only do it in your country if it's legal otherwise uh don't it's it's bad okay um. All right, enough with the pleasantries and uh, my terrible hosting manners. Let's get in to the outrage. Quartering, take it away. And a, a little bit of context, too, is that I've seen quartering on Twitter, like, beefing with people a lot. I was pretty excited to see if he would show up for a debate with the serfs, because for some reason, he's been doing video game news for a while, but then just slowly peddling his right-wing... Uh, beliefs in there just you know droplets here and there you know if anything pops up in the in the video game zeitgeist that just happens to be antithetical to his political positions then he'll make a video about it I guess but also since it's just become more profitable for him to uh, larp on the left wing and just be a righty tidy while playing video games uh, that's how we get this video here. I don't know how else to explain it, haven't watched the whole thing, uh, I probably got into like five minutes of it, and I was like, alright, watching it, recording it, reacting to it, uh, thank you again for joining me on Talks News, the only news source that is unbiased, uh, or actually, we're, we're supposed to be completely biased, ah, fuck, I fucked it up, alright, thank you for joining me, oh, he's he's not even on. He's not even on. There we go.
3: But uh, there's a particular part of the trailer that has a lot of Rose Twitter, a lot of Twitter communists very, very upset. Now, if you are new to the channel, I hope that you'll take a second to leave a like on this video and consider subscribing. I cover a wide variety of topics, not just video games, but as we're getting more into video game season, there'll be a ton more video game news. Now, Call of Duty released a...
0: Now... I like to consider myself a gamer, and I think we've already been like knee-deep in uh, video gaming news, right? Because for the most part, um, I'm pretty sure, let me see, um, I'm pretty sure like we're supposed to have a lot more news than we do right now.
2: The red honestly button. i don't
0: like the little previews that youtube has where it just plays dude he wow i'm going into his uh his page here and i am not seeing too much video games he's digging the dune trailer disney it's mostly pop culture which i think most nerds would only care about um, and then there's a Madden where he discusses Madden, but I think the only reason why he would discuss Madden as the picture shows is because it has, a Colin Kaepernick, so he has to address it because of that right-wing thing, um, yeah, he has beef with Ethan Klein, who I'm pretty sure is of left-wing politic persuasion, Inside Greed by EA, that's not a bad cover, um. Maybe I'll go over to upper echelons today. Maybe I'll just make it like a little bit of a gaming thing. Wait, did he actually ta- talk to Jeremy? Nope. I saw uh what what's his name? Jeremy. Oh, man, he reviews movies. I used to be really into YouTube. Jeremy Johns? I think it is. I'm not sure. He reviews movies, but <clears throat> he popped up in one of the thumbnail ma- th- thumbnails. Uh, thumbnails pretty quickly here yeah so I'm just seeing mostly a lot of pop culture covering here that the quartering does and it's probably pop culture for the right wing um, but overall not seeing too many video game stuff which I thought was his his shtick um, I wonder how far down I would have to go I thought it was strictly like video games for a while but I also wasn't very I wasn't paying attention here um, yeah, he's a pop culture dude, um, and of the right wing persuasion. For those of you who do not know, which I don't know who that is because he's more popular than I am, <sighs> nearly 1 million subscribers. Okay, nearly 900,000, but still, that's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into the actual content. I don't really know what I was doing just now. I was hoping to find maybe like more video game content that I did. But overall, he just covers any pop culture news and probably puts his own perspective on it, which I think has a right-wing spin. That's up to him, dude. That's, you know, it's a free, uh, I want to say, I wanted to say it's a free globe, but it's not. But I'm going to assume that he's American because of his accent. So it's a free country and you can do whatever you want, dude. Except kill people.
3: The trailer to much, much positive reaction. But inside that trailer, inside that trailer, it features Yuri Bezmenov. Ultra-based uh, individual. We're going to t- take a look at it. Who
0: explains. Wow. Yuri Bezmenov is based. And here's the thing is I had no idea about Yuri Bezmenov before uh the trailer. He was a journalist. Uh a Soviet journalist for I- RIA R- Novosti and a former PGU KGB informant who defected to Canada. Um so there's just I feel like there's so much more back History to Yuri Bezmenov's life that I'm not going to fully understand it today. He was he uh, died a citizen of Canada. He was born 1939, uh, died 1993. Some pretty weird polar numbers there. Um, opposite side of the world too. His life might have more symbolism than I need to understand. So. Uh, specializing in propaganda defected to Canada he was a KGB officer specialized in propaganda Um, his interview is I think the full interview is on YouTube Uh, it says warns America about nice you spoke several times before about ideological
2: subversion that is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do
1: they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do is to unplug their bananas from their ears, open up their eyes and they can see it. There is no mystery, there is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type of thrillers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion, and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money, and manpower ...is spent on espionage as such, the other 85% is a slow process... ...which we call either ideological subversion or active measures... ...aktivne meropriyatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality... ...of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information... No one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country.
0: And what's fascinating about this is that I don't really see that effort coming so much from Russia, mainly because Russia doesn't have a ton of means to get inside of our media, right? Um, I think, for the most part, Media is controlled by American companies and Americans. Um, So even though this may be a subversion tactic to attack America, right? I don't see it possible without them gaining significant media output. But I do see that either Fox News, CNN, I think there's a total amount of six large corporations that own the media outputs, right? Um, So I think we have to take those things into consideration when he speaks on this. Um, When we talk about modern times of Russians or foreign nations influencing our elections, which is the hot button words to use. It's through the same social media that anybody else has access to, essentially, is... What Russia was doing was setting up accounts on Facebook, on Twitter, on probably Reddit, on many things, and putting up uh, pro whatever their agenda was content in order to push a message and get it across to the American public's consciousness. I feel like that's the kind of subversion that we kind of get, and then he breaks down into certain kinds that you can certain kinds of subversions that you can then use to shift people's overton window of what is acceptable either by power or uh, just the greater society around them but I'm gonna have to listen to this whole speech at some point this is only like the first minute but uh, this is essentially what he's what the call of (laughs) or Activision inserted into the call of duty trailer the teaser trailer nonetheless just to get people interested in seeing more gameplay afterwards
3: basically how communist uh indoctrination indoctrination works how it infiltrates free societies um and if you kind of put that with what's going on right now uh it's pretty obvious that there are some parallels now
0: Oh, what I find interesting though is that like these things are what he's saying. The KGB tactics are like unique to to communists, just because Russia is labeled as such. Um, you know, so then are we just going to name MK Ultra capitalists? Uh, technic techniques. You know, where you drug people little bits at a time, slowly giving them cognitive dissonance from reality. And making them much more um, suggestible underneath uh, hallucinogenics. Are we going to call that capitalist subversion techniques or techniques, tech tactics, whatever? I don't I don't want to get the, the the words right because it sounds stupid. But that's not the goal here. The goal here, as always, for the the righty tidies, anti-left. Always, always always. Anti-left. I am not a communist. I don't think I'm a capitalist. Although I live in capitalism. But I'm not going to say that because the KGB figured out a way to... Hyper-normalize people to certain abnormal situations. I'm not going to just equate it to a political ideology. Because that's like saying it's almost like saying cultural marxism is to blame for this and it's just like okay boogeyman
3: (laughs) there's also the big mad people who are like well gamer bros don't want politics in their video games but now there's politics in their video games this is such a crummy argument
0: it is because most of the time the, 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 the people who don't want politics in their games are the ones who don't like progressive politics in their games. Oh, all this SJW pushing their degenerate messages on me. Like when The Last of Us 2 had um, a woman that was a bit more... Masculine than what they're used to, and they uh, Ellie was lesbian, and they were like these damn social justice warriors. And when Cyberpunk's like gender's fluid in our game, and he's like these damn social justice warriors, I don't want these politics, I don't want these identity politics in my video games. I don't know anybody else who has a problem with politics in video games because I don't think the left. Would have problems with video games. If, you know, they're at least accurate. I don't ever hear. I've never heard leftists really complain about civilization. And I fucking love civilization. It is pretty light on being able to liberate your the working class. But um, still pretty fun. Anyways. Uh,
3: where it's a straw man. People don't care about games that have political um, roots. A game about the Cold War, a game about Vietnam. People want to.
0: Oop, I muted him. I muted him by accident. Um, Just saying like a game about the Cold War doesn't mean the game's gonna be necessarily political. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, a game about war not political at all and in fact it was so binary and it's good versus evil even though it made you do some sketchy shit right but in the name of good so thus you are vindicated and the people who committed those acts are vindicated but it's so binary and it's good and evil that it can't even really participate in politics or else it would just misrepresent politics so call of duty cold war black ops cold war mouthful not really seeing that happening why didn't they just call it Call of Duty Cold War? Like, we would have gotten it. Oh, like oh, it's a spiritual spiritual success, uh, successor to Black Ops, which took place during the Cold War. Like, we're not fucking stupid. You know why? You know why? You know why, right? It's because they need that Black Ops in there. And what's funny to me about the game, too, is that it's like it redacted... Uh, pun intended. Uh certain gameplay elements that were in Modern Warfare on purpose to make it um less <laughs> of a next gen game. It has like next gen graphics with uh last gen's um map design and level design and gameplay, which I've I'm just flabbergasted by. Um I'm glad they're bringing back Gunsmith cuz that was like the best part of Modern Warfare, which means that they better have gunfight with blueprints. Everything else, I don't, I don't really care about. I'm, I'm not even going to pick up the game because I was really hoping that they were just going to delay the game and further develop Modern Warfare to the uh, magnum opus that it could have been. Which you know, uploading like more updated maps from the original games. <sighs> I got I got issues with Call of Duty. I could I could do a whole video based on Call of Duty, but that's not what we're here for. This is Tox News, not Tox Gaming. So. move on it's modern politics
3: it'd be like if call of duty injected uh an officer who
0: who demanded they be referred to by pronouns was i wrong was i wrong was i wrong he said we just don't like modern politics and what i mean by that is identity politics because i just like my binary conservative identity politics yeah yeah there's the, nobody cares about politics in the games
3: <laughs> that's the type of politics gamers don't want but that's not what the see they can't defeat that argument they can't win that argument so they just say what well any politics is what gamers are against and that's simply not true if you look at this review or the trailer okay, we're just gonna move on know your history by call of duty 38,000 upvotes, 950 communists. You can watch Yuri Bezmanov here. Um, It starts off with, um, I'll start here. At the height of the Cold War, KGB defector Yuri Bezmanov issues a chilling warning. And he talks about how everything's happening. It's happening right, what's going on is right around you. You have very little time to save yourself. Think about that in, relates, in regards to what's going on in the streets right now. Um, think about that in terms of what Rose Twitter wants. And then you could see how the spies have infiltrated Western intelligence. But most interestingly, this section here has got uh, Rose Twitter really up in arms. Let's listen. Subvert the United States to ensure Soviet dominance in the arms race. is, of course, talking about the Cold War, right? The identity whereabouts. Yeah, I don't care. That part. Here's where we get. Here's where There's we a get. A
1: slow process, which we call active measures.
3: A slow process, which we call active measures. So, how they. He's talking about how communism in, infects <laughs> everything it touches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See? <laughs> Who's straw <straw-manning> now? <laughs> Communism infects everything it touches. No. No, because communist is an idea. It's a system of organization, not um, Coronavirus. That's fascinating. What I like even more too is that we have the same suggestion bars. Look at his if you go on YouTube, you can see his suggestions. There's Lo-Fi Hip Hop and Vosh. Hey, I got Alan Watts Chill Step and Sargon of (laughs) Akkad. it's funny how like the left and the right kind of like the left and the right brains of America work. I find that very fascinating. We're all very interested in call of duty because it's a video game and we like video games. I would be a lot more interested in call of duty if I didn't have my, you know, my beefs that I mentioned earlier about modern warfare, but Um, I think it's very fascinating. We both probably watch a lot of Osh. We both probably listen to a lot of lo-fi. I wonder if he got any Alan Watts. Has he heard Alan Watts? I feel like Alan Watts might steer him in a different direction. I wonder. Would it? Is Alan Watts too soft for righty-tidies? I don't know. I want to meet like a conservative that listens to a lot of Alan Watts. All right. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Stuff. It's a slow process. I told you, I was opening up with this because I'm just kind of dicking around right now. I'm really just waking up.
1: The first stage being demoralization.
3: Demoralization. Could could they be talking about... Let's just look at t- all the articles out there talking about how terrible uh, white cis males are. Think uh, about all the articles that want you
0: to change. That tell yeah. you... That's not... That's not demoralization, bro. <laughs> Articles that want you to change. <laughs> it's so fake, too. <laughs> um, I would say demoralization is like when a society uh, watches murder videos constantly. And what's funny is that we're seeing that a lot in America right now, Um I'm going to give 2020 examples how we have the recent video of David Prude, um, his video, Elijah McClain's video, um, George Floyd's video, uh, Jacob Blake's video, even Kyle Rittenhouse's video. You know, we're seeing murdering, death all around us. And it seems to demoralize people from not knowing what is good and what is right and what is wrong, um, and then relying on outside sources to tell them what is right and what is wrong. So I think it's more powerful for it to be demoralizing of the individual, trying to demoralize the individual, not the entire society, because if you can get as many individuals as you can, you can affect society. You can't affect an entire society and then every individual. You need to hit the the people first, and that's what makes this even more magical. Is because we all have our little devices here that individualize that process. So, um, articles talking about s- toxic masculinity—that's uh, not demoralization. That's really questioning morality. Um, a lot uh, things that make you question your morality isn't demoralization. But things that, um, hmm, thing situations or narratives that strip away uh, an individual's understanding of good, right from wrong, good and evil. I want to stick with right and wrong. Stripping that away seems to be more of a focus on demoralization. Which I guess he could be suffering from that because if he doesn't understand how not validating a man transitioning to a woman as a woman, um, then I can see how he has a problem defining what's right and what's wrong. But my thing is if it harms individuals, if it harms people, if it harms a lot of people, it's probably wrong. So you you're not good enough
3: or that
0: you're toxic think about that yeah do you see I, i even called it on that toxic masculinity point too and he even said toxic being called toxic isn't demoralizing like being toxic is demoralizing because you're toxic you don't know right from wrong you think you're right and yet you're toxic because you keep harming people or you keep yeah that's pretty much it that's that's what toxic masculinity does is it harms people and it harms people around the toxicity (laughs) and that's what's funny why i call it tox news is because i like literally seek out the most toxic of beliefs trying to figure out how we've reached the sensical position that demands purge of degeneracy rather than uplifting of oppressed media talks about the plebs us it takes from 15 no i'm not even i'm not even gonna do that one no
1: 20 years to demoralize a nation the next stage is destabilization.
0: I just like how much he's like just nodding here because he's like, yes, I feel like this. Yes. And like, yeah, it makes sense a bit, right? But he, we need like the full speech to really get into how exactly um, or like in what situations, what tactics that's used in those times. Because I think back then it probably would have been more public broadcasting if they could get on there, maybe. Is is there different radio frequencies that they could get into, like you know, small towns, or I don't know? But I think most of the time it would be through literature and political organizing, like planting agents, for this to happen. These days, literally, the media does it to us as as I'm speaking right now. And I think all the media is to blame because no matter what, as long as the citizens are divided, I think that's what all of these tactics are mostly focused on. is actually hurting the working class, keeping them divided, while the ruling elites either have to scramble to clean up the mess or continue profiting off the exploitation of a nation in crisis that doesn't actually know who their oppressors are. Just, you know, just a food for
3: thought. What is happening right now? What's happening right now in Portland, in Oregon, and Chicago, major cities across America, Atlanta.
0: So he calls um, protests and fights against police destabilization. Um, sorry, man. I think destabilization is a shrinking GDP, a growing trade deficit. And uh, what was the last one? I had one more shrinking gdp uh the deficit oh yeah and massive unemployment leading to mass evictions uh destabilization would be more like a country in free fall to say oh uh what's happening in oregon and all uh, not, not even oregon but in portland and seattle and chicago and minneapolis when all these riots were so destabilized um missing a point there buddy missing a point there Uh, destabilize is not necessarily, uh, protesters trying to address their grievances and then getting attacked by the state. I feel like a very stable state can do that. A stable state wouldn't need to, but I feel a stable state could.
1: What matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. The next stage is crisis.
0: He heard destabilization and then was like, think about Portland, think about, and it like following after that was like nothing about that.
1: Next stage is destabilization.
0: What is
3: happening right now? What's happening right now in Portland and Oregon and Chicago, major cities across America, Atlanta.
1: Matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, Good. defense systems. Yep. The Next stage is crisis with a violent change of power
3: structure and
1: economy. Period. Of-
3: I mean, think about it. Okay. A period of normalization.
0: Now. What? <laughs> is- He's not even hitting the points of the actual like. They're even giving him the fucking points on screen, and he's not even getting them. And then he's like, just think about it. And then we're and then a period of normalization. He is just being swayed by the propaganda that's giving that has been given to him right now. So right now, he's building a level of distrust just based off of what a defected uh, KGB member had said. Now, I'm not saying that none of this, what the KGB... Um, why am I not using his name? What Yuri is saying is wrong. I'm not saying what Yuri is saying is wrong. I'm not saying that he, that there isn't maybe some agents out there, provocateurs or instigators or what have you trying to influence consciousness, trying to exploit and manipulate. I wouldn't deny any of that. But I also wouldn't deny that it would come from our own government either or our own agencies or, um, friends. I don't fucking know. Everybody out here might be a Vic, bro. I have no fucking idea. But like to be, this guy is just like, yup, yup, this is everything that's happening right now. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me more. Yup. Just like, dude, break down, actually break down the thoughts and ideas that are coming across to you and see how it fits into your world. Instead of finding these words that fit your fear and your paranoia and your anxieties. A period of normalization now.
1: normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all the schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., we will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not.
0: See, and what's fascinating here, too, is that he's a, he's attributing, the quartering is attributing uh, this as like communist or communism infecting. Like this is the process of getting communism. Um, But right here, I feel like that just shows the hand that the normalization comes from having uh, corrupted politicians or just basically nefarious people in positions of power who are then going to normalize the situation, which I think, again, we kind of missed it here. Media is doing more of that job. So I have a little bit of beef with what Yuri's saying because I feel like in modern times and maybe even back then because the media still had a very... (laughs) A lot of power back then today as well the media is so tunneled into our minds so focused in its messaging and its coordination all of that i see more of this coming from our actual media now whether it's cnn msnbc the hill washington post new york times oa oa or <laughs> one american news network fox i probably already said fox um the TYT, all of them, all of them, because they all pull us to one side or the other. But they're the ones who also give us the narratives themselves that normalize these situations. So the politicians are a part of it because the politicians legitimize it through government and they need the media to then report it and spread the word. So... I just think it's fascinating that he's just like sold right out of the gate. that This is how communism takes over. And that's why it's so fitting for right now.
3: I mean, you look at the comments, literally everything Yuri Bezmenov was talking about is 100% to a T right now. Everything he said about Perseus, but... He never said anything about Perseus, but if it helps you promote Yuri. Now, there are a lot of people in Russia, and I know not have Russian viewers that, uh, you know, watch myself. This isn't a admonishment of Russian citizens, all right? I'm talking about communism, <laughs> all right? I'm, I'm willing to have the conversation of why you think communism is great.
0: Uh, That'll <laughs> talk about. That's what I'm saying. None of this even has to do with communism, bro. It's just about manipulation. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> no. Hold anything against the people in a country who live underneath a system. And you see every res- uh. record destroyed, falsified, every book rewritten, every picture repainted. This is uh, George Orwell. Every statue in street building renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day. Just think
0: about Um. I believe that is a rip or a uh, quote from 1984. And that is under a fascist regime, uh, not communist, authoritarianism is hard to differentiate. I, I will say that. Um, it's hard to tell Um, the differences between authoritarian regimes because they usually use the same tactics. George Orwell, overall, anti-authoritarian. Communist Russia? Authoritarian. Fascist Germany? Authoritarian. So you're going to hear some similarities here. I'm not saying, though, that uh, Communist Russia is the... Russia that American communists advocate for. Some of them are, and they're tankies. We know tankies exist. Others claim that it's not the communist or the communism dream that we want to achieve. I I, I want to fight for y'all. I really do. Because I know when you say that's not real communism, I know you're trying to get down to the Marxist use of the word from the communist manifesto. But the right-wingers can't tell a difference now. And... That's the unfortunate thing that whenever they read a George Orwell quote (laughs) is that they always think it's talking about uh, Soviet Russia and Russia and communism. So, even though Orwell was a socialist, so I don't even know. He might have been an, an anarchist. I would like to ask him because he joined, I believe, the anarchists in... Catalonia, but um, I know he's anti-authoritarian. I know that for sure. Out it.
3: Think about what's happening in your streets right now, tearing down statues, demanding things be renamed, banning books, banning movies, adding adding uh, trigger warnings to classic films.
0: All right. Um, Some of these things don't belong, but I'm going to talk about the um, changing names of like military bases and the statue situation just to make sure we're all on the same page again. And it's that Americans have to come to terms with their racist history. Now, we can either continue to be very proud of it and force African-Americans and other minorities to see our racist iconography, idolism, and uh basically support of past oppression or we can build on the liberators of that oppression and put statues of them up. Harriet Tubman? John Brown. I would be very I would be stoked on that. On a John Brown. More Rosa Parks. We can just do more Martin Luther Kings. We can do a Huey Newton. James Baldwin. I don't know. I don't know everybody in history that was a liberator um, and didn't own slaves, but we can put those statues up and we can celebrate those people because those are the people that usually fought for freedom. We could do the same for uh, those who overthrew the monarchy of Britain from these lands, right? Because they too fought off oppressors. The only thing is is that they had a hard time getting over their own uh, oppressive habits. Their own white supremacy. And we see it today, too, of more citizens having a hard time getting over it. How are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? Because the right wing says, not a damn thing. We are going to do not a damn thing. We are proud of our heritage and our history. American exceptionalism. The left says, there is more exceptional things about America that are not these people. (laughs) We have exceptional people that we can celebrate, but that challenges the 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 status and the power of white supremacy. So we have we have a hill to get over here in America, but um, you know, one step at a time, Sisyphus. One step at a time. Changing Disney rides.
3: Now, are (laughs) all of these things part of some grand scheme? Probably not.
0: That's good. At least he's not going like, ah, the globalist. Uh, that would have been scary. But here's uh, I, I what I like as well, um, is that Disney, you know, they don't show certain cartoons anymore. You know why, right? Quartering, you, you know why. I don't even know this dude's real name, so I'm just going to call him Court. You know why, Court, right? You know why. But
3: what a perfect time for this game.
0: The interview is what a perfect time for this game for us to remember when we almost nuked each other from two halves of this world when we just couldn't decide whose dick was bigger the ussrs or the united states um i don't think it really applies to us as much as you think i think uh hmm, i think covering the vietnam war might have been a little bit more timely but we're probably going to go on an espionage tr- uh tale of tracking down um a russian spy um rather than focusing on probably any uh vietnam situations but i i don't think it's going to avoid vietnam it would be pretty foolish to do so but i even remember black ops the first one barely had anything to do with vietnam and most games really won't go to vietnam because the politics of vietnam is not something we're particularly proud of at this very time and moment. Um, I don't think it's even anything the right wing brings up because we, we lost trying to defeat communism there. And then what's funny too is that today, if you look at socialist uh, Vietnam, I don't really understand their politics to a full T. I'm not saying I wanna live there. I love my country. I just wish it would get rid of its more toxic shadows. But here's the thing as Vietnam's socialism was able to really combat coronavirus. American uh, representative de- democratic republicanism? It's a mess here. Um, didn't do so well. Still not doing so well. So while I love my country very much, um, we got our ass whooped, and that's why we don't make video games about Vietnam. So I think it's funny, he says, it's a very timely game when I know for sure even when I saw this trailer come out the first time that they're just banking in on the fucking moment just to get attention on the fucking game. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong because they did show, uh, Reagan, Reagan was there and I can't tell if it's because they just want, because since it wouldn't be controversial to put Reagan in a video game, That's why they did it? I don't know. It's not too controversial, but it's hot. Especially since he was one of the first uh, in America to use Make America Great Again as his slogan. So, but we're not going to get anything political about this game. No, it's just going to be another America versus Russia, which was the same thing Call of Duty Modern Warfare was. So... Cool beans real and is on YouTube Yuri Bezmenov
3: and yes, you should watch it now The new Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is official oh, yeah. and will be inspired by actual events Call of Duty Warzone may have somewhat overshadowed the rest of the Call of Duty franchise with the battle Royale racking up 75 million downloads as of this month But of course Activision wants to develop the new flagship Call of Duty campaign and its name has just been revealed as Cold War this according to the official YouTube teaser, you can watch above, which leaves us with many, many questions. Primarily, one, what does the game actually look like? Two, is it next-gen? Three, how does one properly punctuate the game's name? Is it Call of Duty, colon, Black Ops, colon, Cold War, question mark? It does, however, the name is promise Jackson. that the game will be inspired by actual events, and features a real speech by a KGB defector to help illustrate its points. According to the snippets of text that flash on the screen, players may play or act with an alleged Soviet spy named Perseus, whose real goal was to subvert the U.S. to ensure Soviet dominance in the arms race. The real-life CIA has at least one article about Perseus as well, who is supposedly among spies that stole U.S. nuclear secrets from the Manhattan Project at Los Alamos. That part would have been happening during WW2, though. The game will be formally unveiled on August 26th, which is just six days away. Until then, we don't know much more to share except... Perhaps the game's tagline, know your history or be doomed to repeat it. And that it's YouTube description mentions the name Varandansk, which also happens to be the locations of Warzone's primary map, which was featured in Modern Warfare. Activision has promised that Warzone will be tied to future games in the Call of Duty series. It sounds like that might be starting to point out. As Polygon points out, there's also an ARG leading up to this t- trailer. The teaser trailer release was timed with members of Call of Duty community completing a multi-day ARG which involved various forms of Cold War style code breaking, which led them to secret rooms and send a Verdansk map in Call of Duty Warzone which seems to imply there could be a connection between Black Ops Cold War and Warzone. The ARG could include a
0: a variety of videotapes, each corresponding... Now this is what I'm talking about. Just straight, unadulterated gaming news we already know more we already know more about uh black ops because they had the uh just recently they had the reveal of the multiplayer and the single player and all of that jazz i think there's a beta coming out um so this is just some old news so i'm gonna skip maybe him talking about this and twitter's you know
3: uh having the normal day um you see a lot of people complaining about call of duty trailer being too political like every single game just as an imperialist war simulator still going to play it
0: though i mean he's not wrong but like why would you <laughs> why <laughs> why would you tweet that like ugh, i'm so tired of politics and imperialism and war god i love call of duty it's like <laughs> i hope you're okay My
3: mutuals are either political or gamers. So it's hilarious to see the entire timeline dunking on Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Dunking on it? Uh, Let's see again. It has uh, 38,000 upvotes and 900 downvotes on a private video. You have all sorts of questions about propaganda. Sure love it when FBI and Call of Duty franchise start casually sharing actual fascist propaganda. What? What? You don't want people... You don't want people learning? Learning the, the truth about communism? You don't want people to know? Call of Duty...
0: But what if, like... Alright. Did he just defi... No. That was weird. That was a weird... ...is pure right-wing propaganda, lol.
3: Why do people trust Call of Duty with teaching history about the Cold War when the latest game in the series was American propaganda? Now, I'm sure there are people that uh live in russia that don't love this game unsurprisingly The i
0: don't think it's in russia dude you shoot russians as americans does he think battlefield is in battlefield 4 does he think that's in china (laughs) they don't make two separate campaigns bro (laughs) like New Call of
3: of Duty is literally just heavier anti-communist propaganda. Good.
0: Yeah, he's happy about that. But, like, I'm just saying it's not anti-communist propaganda either. It's just, (laughs) dude, it's literally just about manipulation. (sighs) Good. Psychological warfare. Look at this one. Didn't see a single. Psychological warfare does not have an ideology, only a master. Single Trump
3: reference in the trailer. Hoping Trump is featured in the gameplay. Didn't see a single Putin or Z reference uh, regarding the Mao empire they are building. Mano, what? Mano empire they're building. However, for the sake of the world, enough people do research into this and not just play it as a game. Man, shut up. Why would Trump be in this game? It's set in the Cold War. All he was doing was making money in New York at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Call of Duty, Cold War is coming out the day before Trump. Oh, I don't want eh, This is so sad. I mean, people just can't. I mean, there's even. Where's this? I had to bring up a private window to look at this weird one. We have. This is a commentary on the Trump administration. The Call of Duty, the Call of Duty about the Cold War, it's commentary about the Trump War Administration. (laughs) Look, I don't care.
0: He's laughing really hard, but here's the thing is that Trump's president, while all of this is happening, I don't think we would see the same, like, response to this trailer that we would back in 2012, or... I, it might be in in 2008 might be a better time to actually put this out there um, just before Obama won because we were in an economic freefall. But right now it fits. And guess who's Prez? Guess who is Prez? It didn't care
3: who you vote for. But come on, that's funny. That's just funny. I'm so proud. And it goes on and on cishet men will be like oh my god boys kissing in game politics and will then immediately pre-order call of duty cold war i probably won't pre-order it but i do enjoy my i do enjoy my call of duty story modes i'm not a multiplayer guy
0: (laughs) there's no politics in call of duty there's never been politics in a call of duty never never and having a meeting with reagan for nostalgic value is not political. (laughs) it might be a little bit just to like tintillate the right wing a little bit just to give them a little slice of pizza there but like it's not it's not diddly shit bro as far as politics goes god i would honestly play a 40 hour campaign of call of duty
3: but i know i'm in the minority i I, what would you do
0: i really wish 40 hours of call of duty what the fuck would you do call of duty like single player that's a lot bro like you can play all the other ones through again but like to demand that they make a 40 hour shooting experience means you're not getting a multiplayer
3: (laughs) for the case for national security you guys are more direct about the fact that this is happening today and not just about in history americans are stupid they have to be spoon fed the truth not hinted at it can't help but feel like you guys are worried about politics and optics what what oh twitter copies big bad call of duty <laughs> well i have to say i mean we don't know anything about the gameplay Money laughs
0: at his own tweet at i'm one end. of those
3: people that enjoys call of duty for a Ugh. week when it first comes out i don't really get into multiplayer but i'll probably get it
0: i'll probably enjoy the campaign mode i hope Ugh. now he's just pandering he laughs at his own tweet and then he panders come on come on and I can't believe I spent an hour on that I am I am total dog shit oh my god oh I need to get much better at like getting my points across because I spent an hour on this boo-boo all right well I'm gonna have to break it into two segments so I hope you hated that I hope you fucking hated that because I did so um, two segments, that means, intermission song, fuck you. Pardon the uh,
1: technical If I told you what the dope was, you ain't supposed to be here, nigga, you don't know us. See, boy, I am focused. In my garage making magic, this is hocus. Gone loco, voodoo, I sue you The devil gonna get shot if it's not the ruler. My blast game made me wanna dress my cooler. It's I'm tired of life, boy. Last it's night I had a dream. I put it on my whiteboard. Too down long my life was McDonald's in white boys. that was like white noise. I didn't need some nice noise. Shout out
2: Beyonce.
1: Keep wasting my time, I don't want to arrive.
0: Quit wasting my time,
1: quit wasting my time, quit wasting my time, quit wasting, quit. Welcome
0: back. Oh man, I had to make two different recordings because this shit's just going to be too long for me to. Properly upload onto the pod streaming. Oh, I can't believe I just spent an hour on the quartering. I hope I really made that content worth it because that was... a big mistake on my part. That's uh, more technical difficulties. From Brock Hampton, which is perfect for that segment segue because technical difficulties and I'm back. Oh, man. Next up, we have Tucker Carlson, the old tucky Pooh, And he's going to tell us why Democrats fires and the climate misinformation campaign is happening and you don't know it. I don't know. I don't really know what he's going on about, but I'm sure he'll illuminate us. Um, Join me later. Uh, I think I'm just going to stream games. I don't give a fuck. But this is recorded, so... And it all depends on when I upload it, too. So I don't know when you're going to be hearing this, but uh, follow me on Twitter for updates, and you'll get those. Ayyyyyy.
2: Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Massive wildfires, unprecedented in their scope, continue to sweep across huge portions of the West tonight. In Oregon, half a million residents have been forced to evacuate their homes. That's one of every 10 people in the entire state. Dozens are dead, including small children. But the fires still are not close to contained. Watch this report from Fox's Jeff Paul. Months of tender
0: dry conditions, added to days of high winds and hot temperatures, creating a perfect firestorm across the west. California Jesus. is one of the hardest hit, with a record-breaking 3 billion acres burned and nearly 4,000 homes and buildings lost so far. Yeah, I mean, this newsreel right now sounds pretty fucking devastating and apocalyptic. A 12-year-old boy and his grandmother are among the latest deaths. The flames are spreading so fast, it really doesn't give people much time to get out. The fire's also taking a toll in Washington State, where more than 100 homes are gone. And a one-year-old boy died as his family tried to flee the flames. And in Oregon, more than 35 fires are burning, with at least five small towns destroyed. Resources across the West are stretched thin.
2: It is awful, and it continues as we speak right now. Walls of flame consuming everything in their path. Homes, thousands and thousands, untold numbers of animals, and of course, as we said, human beings too. It is tragedy on a massive scale. When something this terrible happens, decent people pause. They put their own interests aside for a moment. They consider how they can help. We've seen that kind of selflessness before in this country. This is, remember, the anniversary of 9-11. But there are others for whom altruism is an unknown concept. Self-interest is all they know. These people do not pause, they never do. They relentlessly press forward for any advantage under any
0: circumstances. Are we gonna forget the people who celebrate Ayn Rand and objectivism when he says this? Are people that are objectivists that watch him, do they believe what he's saying and apply it to other people? who are trying to gain power for altruistic reasons and being like, no, they're not actually altruistic, they're out for self-interest. I don't know. I really don't know. Because I would probably throw money on the idea that Tucky Boy here uh, enjoys some Atlas Shrugged, maybe even flipped through the Fountainhead a couple times. I don't know.
2: They see human suffering as a means to increase their personal power. These are the people who turn funerals into political rallies and feel no shame for doing it. As Americans burned to death, people like this swung into action immediately. They went on television with a partisan talking point. Climate change, they said, caused these fires. They didn't explain how exactly that happened. How did climate change do that? They didn't tell us, but they just kept saying it. IN THE HANDS OF DEMOCRATIC POLITICIANS, CLIMATE CHANGE IS LIKE SYSTEMIC RACISM IN THE SKY. YOU CAN'T SEE IT, BUT REST ASSURED, IT'S EVERYWHERE AND IT'S DEADLY. AND LIKE SYSTEMIC RACISM, IT IS YOUR FAULT. THE AMERICAN MIDDLE CLASS DID IT. THEY CAUSED CLIMATE CHANGE. What? THEY ate TOO MANY HAMBURGERS. THEY DROVE TOO MANY SUVS. THEY HAD TOO MANY CHILDREN. A LOT OF THEM WEAR T-SHIRTS TO WORK AND DIDN'T FINISH COLLEGE. AND THAT CAUSES CLIMATE CHANGE TOO. BRO.
0: He's like reading these off as if they are the reason that it's climate change or that somebody's been saying that this is the reasons for climate change. Um, but where, where where is the part where we get like the truth of the, the effects of climate change? Not that it is a natural occurring um, event or phenomenon, because it is the Earth's climate changes. That's a thing. But also human caused climate change is a do- is another or how, how's the best way to put it? A human contributed climate change or how we contribute to climate change or what we contribute to climate change, I guess would be a clear way to say it. That's what we'd really need to focus on here because we do contribute now what how why all of that should be answered but we're not he's th- throwing someone else's words in their mouth some someone who actually discusses the issue and says we have problems with the way we've structured society that are causing this and yet he's s- throwing the words out as if it is the c- citizen, it is the citizens fault for existing in society in the conditions that it is in for them not doing enough to alleviate the contributions to climate change by humans, by us, by the way we live, by what we do, how we consume energy, all of that jizz-jazz. <sighs> so, Tucker, our, I really hope... You're going to come in here with here's how um, wildfires are being exacerbated um, by drier summers, Um, why it's drier than it should be, or how we just keep beating heat record after heat record. Um, Some are saying this might be the coldest, summer we see in a hundred years? I heard that at work. So, let's let's And worst
2: of all, some of them may vote for Donald Trump in November. And if there's anything that absolutely, definitively causes climate change, and literally over a 100% of scientists agree with this established fact, it is voting for Donald Trump. You might as well start a tire
0: fire in your yard. It's so weird how he does that. Like, that, that method here where, like, they say, this is what you are. And I don't believe it. It's so weird because, oh, man, it's 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 like he is trying to be the negative version of a CNN pundit because I feel like the CNN pundits throw the blame on individuals not doing enough. There was media campaigns on how like people can take the bus more and use less water and all of this stupid shit. When we really found out, I think an article came back out in in March that really uh, rich people consume or will consume more and also produce more CO2. So they consume more fossil fuels, energy production, they consume more of that as well, and then also produce more emissions in doing so. So it's actually more rich Americans' faults exploiting society as it is. Um, rather than improving it. Hm. I mean, they're slowly getting into it. You know, richer people are driving Teslas and other electric vehicles, but it's, it's a slow process that is taking a while to trickle down to the rest of us, which, you know, if we don't get electric cars within the next 10 years, we're going to have a much harder time trying to Uh, not contribute to climate change or accelerated climate change. That's what we contribute to at this point. Um, And every wildfire we have is also going to just add more heat into our atmosphere, which is then going to further exacerbate and then change and shift the data because the data is only going off of, It's, it's always changing. Where we we announced last year or the year before that we had twelve years. Um, I think it was last year that we had twelve years. and I'm sure next year we'll we'll hear that we have six the way the way that the the fires have been burning, it's hard not to believe that would be the case. And so when people say that voting for Donald Trump, contributes to the acceleration of climate change it's because Donald Trump has deregulated fossil fuel has supported coal he's done basically all he can to not move in the direction of net zero emissions or renewable energy or anything that would really help the situation so that's what they're talking about it's so weird how he just talks at his viewers and it sounds like he's also talking from an oppositionals position and yet also mischaracterizing the opposition to the climate denier such a strange delivery It, it confuses me every time on how it actually works on people that this is what they say this is what they say and this is what they say and they're like man i can't believe they say this shit about me Hmm. And maybe it's because they don't fully understand the issue and they don't fully understand the person explaining it to them, how they're explaining the issue. I'm not sure. It doesn't help, though, that Tucker Carlson fills other people's mouths with words. And then also, I don't think he's going to bring on an expert for this. Joe Biden has checked the science and he agrees
2: with this. Yesterday, the people on Biden's staff who understand the Internet tweeted out an image of the wildfires along with this message, quote, climate change is already here and we're witnessing its devastating effects every single day. We have to get President Trump out of the White House, end quote. So once again, by voting for Donald Trump, you are causing climate change, which causes devastating fires. You, by your vote, have made hundreds of thousands of Oregonians homeless tonight. You've murdered.
0: That's so strange. Yeah, he's doing it again. He's doing it again. He's putting words into Joe Biden's mouth.
2: Murdered people. Joe Biden's closest friend in the world, a prominent kite surfer on Martha's Vineyard called Barack Obama, echoed that message with his trademark restraint. Obama declared that your life depends on voting for Joe Biden. Well, hold on a minute, you might ask. DOESN'T THIS VERY SAME BARACK OBAMA OWN A $12 MILLION SPREAD RIGHT ON THE OCEAN IN MASSACHUSETTS? AT A TIME WHEN SEA LEVELS ARE RISING SO FAST WE'RE ABOUT TO SEE KILLER WHALES IN THE ROCKIES. WELL, THAT DOESN'T MAKE SENSE. IT DOESN'T SEEM LIKE BARACK OBAMA COULD BE VERY CONCERNED ABOUT CLIMATE CHANGE. AND BY THE WAY, DIDN'T OBAMA GO TO LAW SCHOOL?
0: WHEN DID HE BECOME A SCIENTIST? (laughs) THOSE SEEM LIKE REASONABLE QUESTIONS. Uh, HERE'S THE THING, THOUGH. He surrounded himself with scientific experts, and he's probably had conversations with scientific experts. Um, me and, oh, I like to brag about this. Me and Obama have read the same book. It's called Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. I suggest everybody read it. I don't give a fuck if elitists enjoyed it. I think there's immense amount of information in there that citizens can use as well, but uh, you can learn a lot by listening to people who study things, rather than listening to a guy who spins narratives. And here here I am, the guy who unweaves them. (sighs) Who's really at the bottom of the barrel here?
2: Questions. On the other hand, lawyers pretending to be scientists are now everywhere in the Democratic Party. Here, for example, is the governor of Washington State, Jay Inslee. Inslee a proud graduate of Willamette University Law School. He's explaining that he's already figured out the cause of the fires. Watch.
3: And these are conditions that are exacerbated by the changing climate that we are suffering. And I do not believe that we should surrender these subdivisions or these houses to climate change exacerbated fires. We should fight the cause of these fires.
2: So I mismanaged my state. Now it's on fire. You're required
0: to give me more power. Right. He did it again. (laughs) He literally didn't even say anything about more power. They need more resources. And yet he just, he puts words into people's mouths and then is able to sway poor old boomers who just believe, I can't believe that man said that about me. You see how
2: that works. But as yeah, a factual matter, this is a crock. There is not a single scientist on Earth who knows whether or by how much these fires may have been, quote, exacerbated by warmer temperatures.
0: You know why Tucker Carlson couldn't bring on any experts? is because he couldn't find any experts. There's no one. There's no one out there who can explain the fires. There's no one out there who can explain how drier climates can lead to such a situation to drier and hotter climates to, to massive fires in three states that i know of i'm talking about california colorado and oregon i think washington might be on fire too let's just say four fuck it i don't care if i'm wrong fact check me bitch all right anyways savage Whew, calm down the reason why Tucker Carlson can't seem to have any experts on here to talk about climate change and how the fires are being exacerbated um, is because he doesn't know any. There are none. There's zero. Um, the 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 governor is just going off of instinct. He doesn't listen to anybody. He just follows his gut too. So um, in the battle of guts, you gotta see. You gotta follow either Tucker's gut or you gotta f- follow the governor's gut. And unfortunately, most of Tucker's viewers are probably going to follow Tucker's gut, and their gut just leads to another TV dinner. So please, just like, I don't know, try to find some climate experts, because, like, you can find as many climate scientists as you can anti-vaxxers. You know, you really can. Like, anti-vaxxer doctors is what I'm saying. You can find as many uh, doctors supporting hydroxychloroquine as you can uh, denying climate. And you can find as many um, acknowledging climate as you can. Um, Just do it. Just do it. Just find some fucking experts. Um, I don't care anymore about what side. Do both sides. Just look at both of them. Listen to the deniers. Listen to the acceptors. And just fucking accept all the information. Don't say who's right. Don't say who's wrong. Just take it all in and say, okay, this is all. This is this exists because we live in a reality of a split mind, a split, uh, hyper. What, am, what, are, what are we? We're a split hive mind, completely fractured, and the left and right just won't shut the fuck up about who should run everything. Temperatures caused by climate change.
2: All we have is conjecture from a handful of scientists and many politicians, none of whom has reached a definitive conclusion. Daniel Swain, for example, he's a climate scientist at UCLA, conceded recently that it's, quote, hard to determine whether climate change played a role in sparking the fires. Okay. That's what science is. It's sparking the fires. Okay.
0: Whether climate change. One scientist. One scientist. Said it's hard to determine. And he's like, okay, well, there's an expert.
2: Played a role in sparking the fires. Okay. That's what science is. It's gradual, it's incremental, often it's tentative. We don't say things we don't know for certain, it's the opposite of politics. They have nothing in what?
0: common. What? Meanwhile, back in the material what? world, they should have a lot more in common because they both use deductive and inductive reasoning, which I don't think Tucker Carlson is either willing to accept or comprehend. I have no fucking idea. That was infuriating. That that part right there, um, him talking as if like science was as malleable as religion like get the fuck out of here kind of i guess because what we're finding now is that they take facts or they take statistics data and then they fit it to their biases rather than their biases being judged by facts and data that's why i'm saying you got to just take it all in all of it you got to take in as much left and right nonsensical bullshit as you can whether you're on the right and you see the left is nonsensical bullshit you You got to take it all in and accept that this is part of reality. This is part of the hive mind. This is part of existence. How the fuck do we meet at the pineal gland, which I think is at the middle? Hear me out. Just fucking hear me out. Now, if you're on the left side, you better start listening to some right shit because it's existing in the millions and it won't fucking stop. And so what we have to do is try to accept all the information that we can and try to just come into some fucking agreement about what really is going on and and see if we can try some more experiments because so far we're just stonewalling each other, just fucking stonewalling each other and the world burns around us. We are the most ineffective, super god on the fucking planet. It's
2: dumb. Investigators have determined that the massive El Dorado fire in California, which has torched nearly 14,000 acres, was caused by people setting off some kind of fireworks. And then on Wednesday, police announced that a criminal investigation is underway into the massive Alameda fire in Ashland, Oregon, the southern part of the state. The sheriff there said it's too early to say what caused the fire, but he did say human remains were found at the suspected origin of it. So nothing is being ruled out tonight, including arson.
0: All right, yeah, yep, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think with modern technology, like most fires detected early enough can be stopped. When we have the conditions, uh, yeah, some some arson, I don't know, uh, the, the spark the sparking of a fire isn't enough to cause the widespread of them. We've seen arson fires before this. These are unprecedented fires.
2: As always with these things, the more you know, the more facts, the more details you They're know, not even done yet. the more complicated it becomes. So, serious people, and there are still some, are just beginning to gather evidence to figure out how this started and thinking through how to prevent it going forward. But at the same time, unfortunately, our media are giving voice to deeply unserious people, partisan people. And they're on television, drowning out nuance. Don't worry about the facts, they say, just trust us. The sky is orange over San Francisco because households making 40 grand a year made the mistake of voting Republican. Therefore, you must give us total control of the nation's economy.
0: All right, he just fed a lot of bullshit into somebody else's mouth. (sighs) Republicans deny climate change, and so they don't really do anything to help the situation that's may might be why he's saying that rhetoric um democrats don't do that much either um because once we start to have like a green new deal or something that's uh radical i say it like it's a scary word it's the dems aren't even down for (laughs) doing enough we're we're so far into just continuing on with production until shit gets that much worse. It's, it's it's fascinating. We don't know what kind of climate, if any, we're going to be living in. It seems like the species might be living on a YOLO principle, but we'll see. Maybe we'll be able to survive through it and get past and live in a post-apocalyptic utopia. Who the fuck knows? The
2: Green New Deal. It's mandatory now.
0: I doubt we will because... Watch it's, it's There's no way we can live in a post-apocalyptic utopia because we can't live in an utopia now. So, And we literally have resources all around us. So rather than leading us into the land of milk and honey, which we could have made out of the entire planet, we're actually being led into hell. The entire planet. We made certain subsections hell, and now we're going to make more of it hell. And then we're going to go to Mars and pimp the shit out of that, because fuck this place. Even though Mars is what w- w- we're heading to- towards here. So,
2: uh, amateur arson detective Nancy Pelosi explained. Mother Earth is angry. She's telling us, whether she's telling us with hurricanes on
1: the Gulf Coast, or fires in the West, whatever it is, that the climate crisis is real and has an impact.
0: I have to edit the pod now. Shush. Oh.
2: Mother Nature is angry? Please. When was the last time Nancy Pelosi went outside?
0: uh there was a car alarm. My dog was barking. I've been edit I probably edited this if you're listening to the podcast. Um Rosie, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> No, no more. There's nothing. (laughs) So Nancy Pelosi said Mother Nature is mad at us right now because uh, fighting for the climate is in because we have the most uh, (laughs) anti-do-anything-about-climate-change guy. Uh, We have the anti-Green New Deal in office even though Nancy Pelosi is very much anti-Green New Deal. She uh, don't, she don't want to do much. I think she called it a green new dream. So. Could she identify a single tree? No one asked her, of course. All we know is what she said. Can Tucker Carlson identify trees? Can, who gives a fuck if you can identify trees? Said
2: climate change caused this. Of course it did. Because no matter what the natural disaster is, hurricanes, tornadoes, acne, whatever, climate change did it. In other words, you did it. And to repent for doing it, you need to give us full control of your life.
0: It's so weird that he's selling like doing anything about climate change is authoritarianism. And I think the reason why he's saying that is because he fights for the interests of oil, of fossil fuels, of all of the shit that like needs to change. So they would be the ones who would be authoritarianed upon because they would have to shut down in order to save the planet. (laughs) <laughs> um, also, I think the military-industrial complex is in the top five of uh, CO2 emissions or contrib- contributors to climate uh, human-accelerated climate change. So, taking that into condition or consideration, um, yeah, that's going to be a hard one to change.
2: Now, keep in mind the person telling you this, Nancy Pelosi, owns at least two sub-zero freezers. She showed them to us on television. Each one costs $10,000. They use a lot of energy. And like Barack Obama, like Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi constantly flies around the country privately between her multi-million dollar estates.
0: So if she cared about climate Don't forget, she's an elitist. And I, Tucker Carlson, paid millions of dollars a year. I am not an elitist.
2: Climate change, of course, she wouldn't be doing that. She doesn't. And neither do her supporters. Otherwise, they'd be massed outside of her estates in anger. They wouldn't be trying to destroy the hair salon that exposed her hypocrisy. But it's not about science. It's certainly not about the earth. Again, these are people who don't go outside, who know nothing about nature. It's about blaming and ritually humiliating the American middle class for daring to elect someone they don't like. Joe Biden knows that the Pennsylvanians who'd be financially ruined by the fracking ban he supports are the same Pennsylvanians who flipped Pennsylvania red in 2016 for the first time in a generation.
0: They used like a really gnarly filter to like extenuate like wrinkles and like pixelate his face. The way they edited this Biden picture. I want somebody to prove me wrong that it's not edited. But when you look at like certain parts of it it's so blocky and pixelated it's fascinating makes him look a lot older
2: think they're holding a grudge you bet they are one of the reasons joe biden doesn't go outside because his handlers won't allow him is because when he does he has a tendency to show pure undisguised contempt for the middle class he supposedly cares so deeply about in 2019, you'll remember he openly mocked coal miners. He suggested they just get programming jobs once they're all fired. Watch. I come from a family where, an, an area where it's coal mining is grand. Anybody who could go down 300 to 3,000 feet in the mine, sure and hell can learn how to program as well. <laughs> learn to code.
0: <laughs> all right, he's he's got he's got me on that one. Can't. Yep hilarious.
2: Joe Biden should learn to code. Keep us posted on how that goes. But there isn't time for that. The world is ending. There's no time to pause and savor the deep layers of hypocrisy here. Stop.
0: I would say when we had like major sectors of the economy like that, that also helped like really produce the prosperity of this country, I feel like we have to do a better job of paying them off with like social security and all of that stuff. Yabba yabba yabba. Um, And I feel like maybe that's why Social Security has been ripped away from uh, this following generation is because they don't really see them as uh, very much part of the prosperity of the economy. I feel like they see mostly the plays in the stock market is what made this country great for the past 50 to 70 years. And that's why they're slowly stripping away that social security and all the rest of that. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, like when you have coal miners, they shouldn't have to learn to code. Uh, Coal miners should just be paid uh, for the rest of their lives because they risk their bodies to also go into those mines uh, and breathe in that horrible exposure. Just so that we can all sit here on YouTube and jack off. That's not what I'm doing. What the? uh, uh, Save me. We're too busy.
2: We're measuring our lives in minutes now. Last summer, Sandy Cortez did the math on all of this. She's good at math. And she calculated we only have 12 years left to live. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change.
1: Like, this is the war. This is our World War II.
2: Man, that sounds bad. And we're sorry to wreck your night on a Friday, but actually, it's worse than that. Much worse than that. Consider this. Just four months after she gave us that warning, Sandy Cortez tweeted that we only have 10 years to cut carbon emissions in half. So think about that. We lost two years in just four months.
0: I'm just going to say, though, that we don't really have uh, much of a difference between uh, 10 and 12 when it comes to this issue, because it's gonna look a lot worse in 10 years, um, which would be nine years from now, and uh, 11 years, nine to 11 years, 9-11, oh my god. It's just ridiculous, it's just ridiculous, this like ad hominem attack that we're taking right here. <laughs> AT THAT RATE, WE COULD LITERALLY
2: ALL BE DEAD UNLESS JOE BIDEN WINS IN NOVEMBER, WHICH IS, OF COURSE, WHAT THEY'RE SAYING UNDERNEATH IT ALL. ON TUESDAY, CALIFORNIA GOVERNOR GAVIN NEWSOM PRETTY MUCH SAID IT OUT LOUD, NEWSOM HAS ABANDONED SCIENCE COMPLETELY, HE DID IT LONG AGO, SCIENCE IS TOO STRINGENT FOR GAVIN NEWSOM, TOO WESTERN, TOO PATRIARCHAL, NEWSOM IS NOW A MAN OF FAITH, HE'S DECIDED THAT CLIMATE CHANGE CAUSED ALL OF THIS, AND THAT'S FINAL, HE'S NOT LISTENING TO ANY OTHER ARGUMENTS, WATCH. I have no patience, and I say this lovingly, not as an ideologue, but as someone who prides himself on being open to argument, interested in evidence, but I quite literally have no patience for climate change deniers. Uh, It simply follows uh, completely inconsistent, that point of view, with the reality on the ground. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not an ideologue, but anyone who disagrees with me must be ignored and eliminated. I don't want to hear any countervailing facts or evidence, none, but I'm not an ideologue.
0: Well, I mean, we've been hearing climate change denial for like close to 20 years now. And as we see like certain, <sighs> hmm. As we see certain weather patterns, um, not necessarily following their patterns. Uh, We have to acknowledge that. That means uh, we got no room for denying that these patterns are different than what they usually are. Um, Denver went on national news because it went from uh, summer to winter in like 0 to 100. Like overnight. Made the national news for that. And it's something we're quickly forgetting already. not normal, not normal, not a normal situation, and I can't explain it to you, because I'm not a meteorologist, nor am I any kind of scientist, I am just a person who tries to listen to scientists, but I also have to listen to other people who claim to know things, because I, you got to challenge them, otherwise they're just going to run rampant, and uh, convince people in believing nonsense, okay,
2: So people like Gavin Newsom has announced they don't want to listen to climate change deniers, which raises the central question, what is a climate change denier? Well, a climate change denier is anyone who thinks a ruling class has done a very poor job running their states, running their country, protecting the people they were hired to protect and watch over. So are we climate change deniers if we point out that the state of California has failed to implement meaningful deforestation measures that might have dramatically slowed the spread of these wildfires? does that make us deniers because in 2018 a state oversight agency in california found that years of poor or non-existent forest management policies in the sierra nevada forests had contributed to the fires one of the few republicans who still holds elected office in that state state assemblyman heath flora last year called on using the state's 22 billion dollar budget surplus probably the last one in its history to implement vegetation management, because fires don't obviously spread as well if they're not connected by huge forests, which function as kindling. All of that is obvious, which means you can't say it out loud. The natural world facts nature itself is anathema to ideologues like this. The same right. people telling you they're protecting nature hate nature, everything right. about nature. Presumably, you're also a climate change denier if you point out that six of the Oregon National Guard's wildfire fighting helicopters. Aren't in Oregon anymore. Where are they? You might wonder. They're in Afghanistan. So instead of dropping water to suppress the blazes, the Chinook you know, helicopters are busy supplying a war effort that's been going on for nearly twenty years for no reason. So how that-
0: Wouldn't that be a federal issue? Like, how is Oregon in charge of that? Why would Oregon be uh, a part of foreign affairs? Or is that like particular with the news? Or where did they rent those from? What the fuck are you talking about? Are they part of the National Guard? Who's, rewind. Hate nature,
2: everything about nature. Presumably you're also a climate change denier if you point out that six of the Oregon National Guard's wildfire fighting helicopters aren't in Oregon anymore. Where are they, you might wonder? They're in Afghanistan.
0: Why is that up to Oregon? Why would that be up to Oregon? Oregon's National Guard? I feel like the National Guard is still an extension of the Army, which is an extension of the federal branch of the government. Just because they're stationed in Oregon does not make them Oregon State. Ugh, I don't know. I really don't know, though. Here's the thing. is I don't even know what the fuck the helicopters would be doing over there on whose orders and he's not gonna tell me he's just gonna say these are oregon helicopters and they're in afghanistan doesn't that piss you off like yeah that's more of a leadership problem i don't care if if it's just the governor i feel like if it's involved in foreign affairs it probably has something to do with the department of defense or the department of state i have no fucking idea
2: So instead of dropping water to suppress the blazes, the Chinook helicopters are busy supplying a war effort that's been going on for nearly 20 years for no reason. So how'd that happen? And what's
0: the effect? Why did Fox News is even admitting that that war is for no reason? Wild.
2: Those might be good questions to ask of, I don't know, Gavin Newsom, Jay Inslee, Governor of Oregon. Does anyone even care? And the answer, of course, is no, nobody cares about the details. You could find out (laughs) at all. They don't care about the lives of the people they govern. They don't care about facts. They don't care about science.
0: All right. Tucker not only has the platform to find out what those helicopters are doing, but he also has the platform to bring on scientists to explain on how climate change could be exacerbating these fires. If there are claims out there, you can find people to either back the claims or deny the claims. You can do it. But Tucker said, "Don't worry, man. Don't worry. I'll fight back every claim that's ever come out because I spin narratives."
2: IT WAS JUST LAST WEEK THAT THE MAYOR OF LOS ANGELES, ERIC GARCETTI, ADMITTED ON THE RECORD THAT L.A. HAS BECOME COMPLETELY THIRD WORLD, WHICH IT HAS, UNFORTUNATELY. OF COURSE, GARCETTI DIDN'T BLAME HIMSELF FOR THE DEGRADATION OF ONE OF THE GREAT AMERICAN CITIES THAT HE RUNS. NO, HE BLAMED YOU, YOU DID IT. QUOTE, IT'S ALMOST 3 P.M., GARCETTI TWEETED, TIME TO TURN OFF MAJOR APPLIANCES, SET THE THERMOSTAT TO 78 DEGREES OR USE A FAN INSTEAD, TURN OFF excess lights." AND UNPLUG ANY APPLIANCES YOU'RE NOT USING. WE NEED EVERY CALIFORNIAN TO HELP CONSERVE ENERGY. PLEASE DO YOUR PART. OH. you GOT TO WONDER IF YOU WERE ABLE TO GO TO GARCETTI'S HOUSE, WHICH YOU'RE NOT. CAN'T GET PAST THE BODYGUARDS YOU PAY FOR. BUT IF YOU WERE, Hmm. IS HE FOLLOWING THESE RECOMMENDATIONS? NO. BUT IT'S NOT ABOUT HIM. IT'S ABOUT THE PEOPLE HE'S SUPPOSED TO BE HELPING, THE ONES HE'S NOW BLAMING he wants them to suffer to fix a problem that he and his fellow democrats in california created
0: they didn't create this industrialization did the way we produce society has uh, created the situation that we're living in so this is uh just purely anti-left rhetoric while I'll talk, uh, also being anti-elitist he's he's been on that he, he's been equating uh democrats with elitism uh making them sound like millionaires that just try to tell you what the fuck to do um it's pretty good because when you then you when you really think about it it shifts blame away from like the fossil fuel industry for never switching uh the power sources (laughs) or uh really blaming not blaming the uh, other parts of the government that didn't give su- uh, big enough subsidiaries and deals to renewable energy sources and projects like that so um, yeah let's just uh, blame a mayor who has hasn't been there for like a hundred a hundred years because <laughs> it's it's a hundred year problem that we've created yeah so for what we've done, FOR THE PAST ABOUT 100 YEARS, WE'RE GOING TO PAY FOR IT IN THE NEXT. EVEN NOW AS RESIDENTS ARE FACING SWEEPING POWER outages
2: IN ADDITION TO THE WILDFIRES. IN THE MEANTIME, GAVIN NEWSOM HAS VOWED THAT 50% OF THE ENERGY IN CALIFORNIA, 50% OF THEIR GRID, WILL BE BASED ON, QUOTE, RENEWABLE SOURCES WITHIN A DECADE. THAT MEANS SOURCES LIKE WIND AND SOLAR POWER. THE TRUTH IS YOU CAN'T DIAL UP WIND OR SOLAR IN MOMENTS OF EXTREME DEMAND.
0: This is denying the fact that we can actually generate more power we we, we, we we can end up with surpluses with enough energy from the Sun in solar panels one summer can supply us enough the only thing is is if we can improve the technology to capture more of those sun rays for more energy to bear to uh, to better uh, innovate let's say a more sufficient way to capture and store sunlight energy we could last quite a long time without ever even having to turn the panels back on we could end up with so much energy we didn't we didn't we wouldn't even know what to do with it but he's ignoring the fact that battery like the technology to capture the energy of the sun would need to be improved over time and also that our batteries have been improving over time and that we can store more and more energy as we go just ignoring that the thing about the energies that we use now is it's has to be consumed. It's consumable, and it's uh, unsustainable because they don't renew. Only millions of years have created the fossil fuels. <sighs> Same with the even uh, fracking and the minerals that took, uh, and the gas deposits that all of that that took millions of years to get there. Now the sun took billions of years to get there, but in just like less than a century, we could figure out how to better use the sun's energy for the rest of our measly existence. We really could. It's all about innovation. We have to innovate. Right now is the time to innovate and, ra- and solve the climate crisis. But it's not what Tucky wants. Nope.
2: It's like right now, during the heat wave sweeping California, Gavin Newsom was asked last month whether he would consider revising his stance, given that the blackouts have left millions of Californians without power and presumably killed people, because that's what happens if you don't have electricity. And Newsom responded this way, quote, we are going to radically change the way we produce and consume energy. In other words, no, we're not changing. In other words, the blackouts will continue until morale improves.
0: (laughs) Huh. again putting words in somebody's mouth and it's just uh really it was so bitter it's so bitter to do news reporting like that to like report what somebody says and then say uh this is what they're saying when what i do is actually have you say it and then translate so then like you can compare right there you can't quote and then say this is what they're saying um Because it just, it all sounds like you're filling it in their mouth. You give, you give a certain attitude to it. You give the delivery and Tucker Carlson is just not acknowledging any exacerbation whatsoever in the need for innovation. True American innovation, something that we're usually so proud of. Um, We need it. We need it now more than ever, but instead we're just going to blame the Dems. Yep. Just, Just blaming the Dems. That'll solve our problems. I want to thank you for joining me on Tox News, where we keep everything toxic, totally biased, um, factual. I think. Hello, silence, my only friend. Um, yeah, I love podcasting. Um, find me on all those podcasts, streams. Find the uh, recordings of these on the YouTube. Um. Find Brock Hampton's technical difficulties mixtape. I don't really know. Find that on YouTube. Um, watch. Uh, um, oh fuck, what's that movie? Watch "Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close." I think was the movie that my roommates were watching last night. Pretty good. It's uh It's a little bit healthier to the mind state than Fox News, but. That's why you come to talks, because stuff, right? Um, shit, I'm losing sense of self, existential crisis. What is purpose? Oh, shit, fuck. I gotta go play some video games. I'll catch you later. Thank you for joining me on America, Can We Save Ourselves? I have been your host, uh, Cucker Snarlson. Um, Good night, baby doll. Yeeeah
1: Yeeeah You laughing on my hand baby when it's convenient I need me some street
3: shit, fuck this PC shit
1: Shout out Heaven Wands to B8 Shout out of Beyonce You keep wasting my time If I told you what the dope was, you ain't supposed to be here, nigga, you don't know us.